stuffings. Now, what's up, guys? <laughs> That's how going? you were gonna cue it. <laughs> I mean, that was a, your plan? Of all the cues, I would say you that's a pretty... You could have just started talking. I'm <laughs> it's watching It's a pretty you. good cue. It's one of the classic cues, actually. Uh, most, Not when you're live recording. Most notably used by the um, English in World War II uh, during the storming of Normandy Beach. Uh, they wanted to be on the same track. So, uh, General MacArthur. Um, now. And they all... Got out of the boats. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a classic <laughs> example of making stuff up as you go along. Um, despite that last story, I'm no longer concussed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should Honestly, there was no difference in, in the quality of conversation when he was concussed versus when he wasn't. That's not true. That's not true. Wow. I'm lying. That was mean. Wow. That was mean. All right, guys. That's not this true. This is Felipe's podcast now. I'm gonna go take take dip, dip, take a nap. Okay, Porky Pig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know why the pig. <laughs> what do you mean, Porky the pig? <laughs> Gosh. You're laughing way <laughs> too hard at that. It's not that funny. <laughs> to all my Spanish amigos, <laughs> shout out to you. You know, you yeah, they really appreciated that joke. You get the joke. Every, I think everybody gets the joke. <laughs> my my. Oh. oh, my cheeks hurt already. From. Uh, smiling, laughing. Yeah. We just be giggling over here. We singular somehow. Uh, man, this podcast is a toot. Is a toot? The absolute We're a fart or are we a hoot? A toot. Oh. Tootin', tootin'. Oh, hit me right in my tooter. <laughs> All right. Enough <laughs> about your, whatever Enough that means. Enough about my tooter. Um... I had something to say. It's a good thing you can't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, it's been a while since we recorded. Last time we recorded, Rowan had just got home from the hospital the day before with the concussion. It's maybe been a month. Yeah, it hasn't been a month. I feel like. No, it has. Because that was on the 28th of August. Dang. So it has been. And it's now October 2nd. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was kind <laughs> of gross. <laughs> so good, thing, good thing we're not videotaping anymore. Yeah, maybe it's not, because you behave more when we videotape because <laughs> you're on camera. Yeah, so I guess I guess that's enough preamble. All right. Cause Let's we don't get on to the Constitution, am I right? Yeah. So we, the people of, yeah. That is the preamble. Um, clearly you don't know the constitution. Um, (laughs) 
No, but I don't think we don't have any announcements or anything, so I think we can just jump right in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know that we usually do have announcements. I feel like we oh, do. Oh, by the way, hey, if you're checking us out <laughs> yeah, for the first exactly. time, uh, this is the Saw Singing Podcast. Welcome. Did you say your name when you did the intro? Oh. This is why you shouldn't do the <laughs> intro. My name is Felipe, joined by my co-host, Rowan. Yep, and we uh we talk about Christianity. We talk about like real topics, conversations, and ideas. Um, when it comes to some of the big things that we face uh, theologically, uh, some of the questions that we have while reading the Bible, but then also uh, just things that we face in our day to day lives, and we try to make sense of them through a biblical perspective. Um, and none of the fluff and annoying stuff. Uh, although yeah, no there is a lot of fluff. Stuff. There is a lot of fluff at the beginning just because we're getting into recording an episode and I feel like we got to get all the sillies out. More Rowan than me, but... We got to get all the buffoonery and shenanigans out. Yeah. it's You have the sillies, the buffoonery, and the shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's the first time I've heard you say buffoonery. That's not the first time I've said buffoonery. I said it to you the other day and we were in the car and you were like... Are you copying me now or something like that? Anyway, mm. uh, I don't believe you can you. check us out on com. We are on Instagram, although I'm going to be honest, we don't post all that much because I'm in charge of Instagram and I haven't posted anything anywhere for a while. Yeah, Felipe's pulling a Rowan and uh, never posting. So, yeah, which is and, good for uh, me, bad for the account. True. Uh, also have a we also have a TikTok. Uh that we haven't posted on in a while either, but you can check out old videos. Uh, like a year ago. Yeah. And then it just might make you sit and wonder what we actually look like now. I'm bald. Shave my beard. And I have, I, I uh, gained a beard. Um, and I have three chest hairs, which you wouldn't know, but yeah. <laughs> now you do. Okay. So exclusive uh, podcast information. So uh, to all of our listeners there that are fiending for some actual conversation. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, and enough of the preamble. Uh, what are we talking about on this week's episode? I thought you were coming up with the topic. Ron, no, that was, a, that was a joke. Sorry. Uh, no, today we're talking about uh, having a disciplined faith. Dang. Or should it, should we drop the bomb of the... I don't even know if... So while planning this episode, you guys probably already know this because it might be the title, but it also might not be. But while coming up with this uh, episode, Felipe um, came up with this pithy little uh, statement. Isn't pithy time. a bad thing? I don't know. I just think it's... a. Uh, I'm using the word as it sounds, like a pithy, like, eh, you know, kind of thing. Rather yeah, than it sounds like bad to me when you describe it like that. What does pithy mean? I think it just means playful. Well, well go on with your thing. He had uh, this pithy little thing where uh, uh, casualties of a casual faith, which I thought was a pretty fun title. Uh, pithy means concise or forcefully expressive. So I think that <laughs> is a good definition for the title, Casualties of a Casual Faith. Rowan See, had the I title of Disciplined Faith. I came up with the topic. You came up with the title. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes um, sense. 
No, but I think when uh, as we hop hop right into this um, this episode, I um, with a disciplined faith, I think it happened. <laughs> Chill out, dog. Um, this summer I did like this seventy five day hard thing, and I was reading a lot this summer. And I I was also, like, working out. And part of it is, like, working out and all this stuff. And I had to become really uh, disciplined in how I do things. So I had to plan out, like, what I was... Not so much what I was eating, because wherever I went, we ate healthy anyway. But um, planning out when I was going to work out, how I was going to drink enough water, how, like, where I was going to fit in time to read and stuff like that and all these things and I had to be super disciplined and I had to really like doing stuff like going to the gym which for me is a lot of fun I had to kind of force myself to do it because I didn't want to do it and I think that's what like that's part that's part of discipline is like doing things you don't want to do even like for the great for the greater good of yourself or whatever um I think we're going to get deeper into, like, definitions as we go through this episode because I can already see that Felipe is disagreeing with me. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just trying to get you to hold the mic close to your mouth so that people can actually hear what it is that you're trying to say. Um, but more I can hear myself very clearly. Yeah, because you're wearing headphones. But that's what you think other people hear, and it's not what other people hear. Anyway, um, no, what I was going to add was when you talked about not wanting to go to the gym, they, like part of his 75 hard challenge was um, working out twice a day, 45 minutes uh each right and one of them had to be outside so a lot of times when he didn't want to go to the gym he had already done a workout um and so i think that's a good segue to talk about what a disciplined faith means even though you already introduced the subject like we're um when it comes to our faith it's so easy for us to uh, i'm gonna start i'm gonna start can i start go ahead. i'm gonna start um Cause I kind of forgot where I was going. Okay, good. So this is, I'm actually laying down right now. I'm going to act like this is like a therapy session and God is my counselor. Cause Lord knows I don't trust Rowan to be my counselor. Cause he's <laughs> his, his advice would be jump off a bridge or something. I was yeah. just about to say, go kill yourself. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't want to say it. Uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, like when it comes to this with faith, I want to specifically talk about like, Part of Rowan's 75 hard was working out twice a day, right? And sometimes going for the going to the gym and having to push himself after he's already done a workout. Uh, that part is challenging. Um, and especially, like, there were days this summer that he had to work out in the rain, that he had to work out in, like, not the greatest conditions to want to be outside. But if he didn't do it, if he skipped a day, if he, like, skipped a day of any of the requirements of the challenge... He had to start over, right? Um, so much so that, like, homeboy, like, spit out things that had added sugar because that was part of his diet for the challenge. Um, it's meant to be hard. It's meant to be tough. For me, right, like, I know that it's so easy to come up with excuses when I'm trying to be disciplined. Um, as in, let's take this podcast even, right? Like, there are so many times in my head where I 
refrain from reading the Bible. I refrain from praying. I refrain from deepening my relationship with God. And I use this as an excuse. Like, well, I've already done it. Like when it comes to planning an episode, when it comes to thinking of topics, when it comes to like doing research on a topic or something that I'm thinking about, like I, I will not do the due diligence of growing in my faith and strengthening my faith uh, and reading the Bible or spending more time in prayer or whatever, because I feel like I've already accomplished this task and I can, you know, like put a check in the box and, and like just clear something off of my plate because in my mind I've already done so. But the only way for me to grow in my faith actually is to press in, right? Like this podcast helps because as we're talking about themes and topics and doing research, I have to, you know, like find my beliefs. I have to figure out what I believe. I have to dive deeper into the subject. I have to grow in some sort of area. But if I'm not doing that daily, regardless of recording an episode, then like I'm not growing in my faith, right? I felt really challenged uh, last week or the week before. There is some point that I think it was when me and Ron were planning this, actually. Um, it reminded me of the Hebrews uh, in the desert. And every day God would provide manna for them. And I'm about to, like, take something. I'm about to incorrectly exegite a passage and just stay with me here. But, like, God would provide for the Hebrews every single day. And on the Sabbath, he would provide twice or the day before the Sabbath, he would provide twice as much that it had enough food for the Sabbath so that they wouldn't have to go out and work. But every day God provided for them and he told them to pick just enough uh, and not hoard any over because it would go bad. And if they picked too much the next day, it was bad, whatever the case would be. Or if they picked too little, then they didn't have enough. All of that to say, like God provided for them every single day and taught them the way of living, which was to depend on him every single day, uh, that he would be enough every single day and not to rely on scraps from the day before. And I feel like in my faith, as I look at my life, there have been multiple times over the last few years where I've relied on scraps, right? Where like I've been... Um, either planning an episode or just walking in my faith on my day-to-day trying to live things out. But I'm not relying on the Lord daily. I'm relying on scraps from two years ago, three years ago, where I'm like, man, I remember when God did this. And I think that there's a benefit to remembering what God did, but I'm not supposed to live off of something that was meant to feed me yesterday, if that makes sense. No, I I definitely get that. And I think, like, bringing it... Bringing it an all, bringing it all back to like discipline, right? I think the tough thing when it comes to our relationship with God, um, and I'm gonna, well, I don't know, you you have to think like, I think the perspective people go into it with is like what is required of me, right? And I mm. think this comes from like speaking as somebody who grew up in the church, cause this is just how, how I'm thinking through this. You, you go to church, like it's like a schedule, right? So like you wake up at, oh, I'll just go for now. Wake up at six, go to church, come back, have brunch, blah, blah, blah. Like that's what's required. Wednesdays you go to youth. That's your church. 
school and and you kind of treat it like school or like work when you're older where it's you go at this time yeah you do what needs to be done and then when you go home that's your time right um and i think that's what we think is required of us where it's oh sweet i don't have any homework from church today or oh sweet like i don't have to work on anything when i go to church next week like our relationship with Christ isn't a job and it isn't uh a, like it isn't homework. Right? Yeah. There there are thing but there are things jeez. Quit yelling at me, bro. But like there's <laughs> there are things that are how do I say this? Cuz I I do think there are things that are required, right? Like praying and reading your Bible. I think and this is where my whole idea bare minimum. Yeah. This was a part of my hot takes, uh, one of my hot takes uh, a few weeks ago, and it was kind of the catalyst for this um, episode where it's like, what, if we think about the early church when they were getting martyred, and you think of like Paul and stuff like that, like what incredible faith they had and like what incredible, like what an incredible relationship they had with Christ, and how are we supposed to compare ourselves to them when we can't, we struggle to spend 15 minutes reading the Bible and we don't have yeah. like a consistent prayer life. And I think it's what, what is expected of us. Nobody, nobody's expecting anything from us. Right. I'm not going to get my parents being like, did you do your Bible reading today? Uh, when I go to church, my pastor's not going to be like, how often did you pray today? Like, there's nobody standing over you making you do these things. And this is how it relates to, like, the at least for me personally, this is how it relates to, like, the gym and stuff. Nobody's telling me to go to the gym. Nobody's like, you need to go to the gym at least once every day, right, or something like that. But it's me personally setting that goal up so that I can achieve something. It's the same thing with our walk with Christ or with being friends with anybody. Like if I'm like, I really want to be friends with Felipe, I'm not going to like it takes a little bit of. I'm going to go see Felipe today because nobody's going to stand over me and force me to go hang out with Felipe. Yeah. And again, same thing with having a relationship with Jesus. Yeah, like intentionality. Yeah, nobody's standing over you making you pray or making you read your Bible. That's your own decision. That has to be on your own accord. And when you do it, you have, like, and I'm not saying it's going to be easy every time. Um, There's been a few times uh, where it's been, chill out. I didn't, Felipe, I didn't say anything that time. Felipe, you caught yourself. I was just moving the mic because I was getting ready to for talk. putting the mic up to my mouth. Um, no, uh, but no, for I think not putting the mic up to your mouth. I th- there's been times where it's like, and this was something I learned from my 75-day thing because part of it was reading 10 pages, and there are times where I wouldn't get home until like 10.30. And as it's just like, I want to go to bed, but it's like, no. I have to read this. And then after my 75 day hard, it became a thing of if I was able and I was reading like devotional books um, for my 75 day thing. But it became a question of if I'm able to do this without or if I'm able to do this with just devotional books, if I'm able to get home at 1030, just be tired after work tomorrow morning, all this stuff, if I'm able to be like, okay. 
but I'm still going to read anyway and just take the 15 minutes of time. It's going to suck, but at the end of the day, it's 15 minutes, right? And even if it's 30 minutes, thirty, you don't really feel 30 minutes of sleep, right? So, like, and maybe you do. And, like, I think there are some circumstances. Like, when I got my concussion, I didn't do, like, very much Bible reading because I wasn't reading anything. And, like, like I couldn't, like, I couldn't read words without getting a massive migraine and stuff like that, but I still prayed and stuff like that. So I think there is some intentionality. There is some, you're not always going to want to do it because I don't think anybody wants to do like even your favorite thing. You're going to get tired of eventually. Um, So there is to some extent, some like part of it being like, okay, I have to do this. Like, I set this goal up for myself. I need to be disciplined. Yeah. And uh, uh, the Apostle Paul talks about it too. First Corinthians chapter nine, verses 24 through 27. He says, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives a prize. So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an, an imperishable So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. So Paul is talking about like the the, um, discipline of an athlete to work hard to reach the prize. And he compares it to his spiritual walk, right? Like in order that he remains qualified, in order that he remain holy, in order that he remain close to God, in order that he remain under the discipline and under, you know, living in sanctification, living in holiness, like he does the same exact thing. He lives a disciplined life. Um, I saw a TikTok the other day, and this isn't in our notes, but as we we're talking about this, it kind of brought this up. And so I'm going to just throw this out there. Like, when it comes, I think we talked about struggles in a previous episode and we talked about whatever, but um, when it comes to dealing with, when it comes to walking out holiness and sanctification, that takes a lot of discipline too. And I think sometimes when it comes to holiness and when it comes to sanctification, we think that, or at least this is, this is kind of how I think, um, and the, this is something that I've struggled with, but like this TikTok has kind of helped me change my mind a bit. Like I'm free from this when I don't do X anymore, or I'll be free from X when I don't do X anymore. But sometimes being free from X means putting things in place so that you don't even go near X, right? So like if you struggle with alcoholism, whatever the case might be, like you, you like, I think traditionally we say like, oh, I'll be free from um, alcoholism when I can go without drinking alcohol, when sometimes being free from alcoholism means I'm disciplined enough to not even go anywhere near it, to have people that check in on me, to have people that like to be open and accountable and, and like be vulnerable and open enough to say like, yo, I need help this is what's going on in my life. Like that is also freedom from alcohol. That is also discipline. Right. Like, um, so, uh, yeah, that was just a random hot take or not a random hot take, but something that I thought of hot. It wasn't that hot. Yeah. 
despite other things that never mind. Um, yeah, because I think what I've seen a lot is just Christians being really lazy. Like I really like that analogy of running a race, and I think very I don't uh, <laughs> few Christians um, train train for their race. Um, I think they just go about their day doing what they want to do, and um, they like, uh, they like just saying that they're Christian. And I, that being said, I do think there's like a spectrum to it because there is, there is that end where like you're not reading or praying, but you like to say that you're Christian. But then the other end is where you, um, oh geez. Losing it. Uh, the other end is where you're super legalistic. And your re- uh, your relationship with Jesus is a very, like, structured and sterile thing where, like... That I is the funniest pronunciation, <laughs> pronunciation of sterile I've ever heard in my life. Sterile? Yeah. Yeah. Was just, um, I was just trying to keep the word in my head. Um but you know what I mean, where it's like I read the Bible at twelve o'clock sharp and I pray at twelve o five and nothing more, nothing less. And your faith is like clockwork, where it's just like it's just running and running and running, and there's nothing to it. Your life doesn't change based on it. It's just a routine that you go through. Um, I don't think that's like I don't think that's discipline. So. As in all things, uh, finding the happy medium. Yeah. Um, as we're talking about, like, uh, living a casual faith or kind of trying to live a disciplined faith, um, I think it matters also what order you have the things in your life, right? Like, um, I think for me, I I could very easily be a monk and what did I say monk weird no I is it don't. monk or is it monk it's monk I don't think anybody has ever called it monk yeah it's just when I said monk I was like that sounded weird and then I read the word monk and I'm like have I been pronouncing it wrong anyway so like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back before we get too off track um I feel like it would be super easy for me to to fall into either extreme. And I feel like that's where I live a lot of the time is one end of the spectrum or the other, right? Like either I'm a monk and I'm like, you know what? I don't need anything in this life. Nothing else matters. All I need is Jesus. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I, I'm in the negative like where I don't have anything else in my life that I think God gives us. Um, as in like, I give up on friends, I give up on relationships. I can give up on this. I can give up on that. Like, why not just be a homeless person living under the bridge? And I got Jesus. That's all I need. And who needs a job and who needs this and who needs that? Like I've got G like, I think, and as I'm saying that out loud, like that's, that's the goal, right? Like that nothing takes the place of Jesus, that Jesus is our first and foremost desire and in our biggest love in our lives that, we really don't really need anything else because we're fully satisfied and content and fulfilled and found and made whole in Jesus. But as a Christian still here on earth, 
and not in a glorified new heaven and new earth, we were put here with a mission to reveal Jesus to other people, right? Like, so if I forget other people and if I'm like, if I forget about the other relationships in my life, forget about my job, like I'm not going to have a quality life here on earth where I'm able to do what God has called me to do. Yeah. <laughs> what? I just happen to look over you. You're dozing off. No, I'm not. I'm wide awake. Uh huh. Just Perry like Katy Perry. <laughs> but um. So so there's that aspect of things, right? Where like I I think I can almost go like too completely one way, but then the other way, like I found this in myself recently, and uh. I've I've replaced. I, how, how do I best word this? I've, I've been trying to make excuses for my lack of commitment and my lack of discipline because I've, I don't know, I've been trying, I've been praying really hard for certain things and now I have them, right? And like, one of the things I really wanted, like I needed a new car. I wanted to make more money at my job. Who doesn't? I, I wanted like a new place to live. I wanted A, B, and C. And like all these things started showing up in my life. And I thought that once I had them in my life, then like, man, I would feel fulfilled. I would feel complete. I would feel whole. I would feel happy, like relationships, you know, whatever, like, right. It's all the lies that the world kind of sells to you that like, Hey, if you get these things, women, sex, uh, whatever, like you'll, you'll be complete. Um, and, and those things will fill this and like you go through and you get all those things and it's like, Oh, all right. Like there's still like, there's still this emptiness where it's like, I, you know, can I, can I, go and, you know, open up a bottle of wine and be by myself and like drink the whole bottle and feel good and happy and giggly, whatever. I've never done that. I don't know what it's like. So I'm a whole bottle of wine sounds disgusting to me, but you know, like the idea that like I can fill all of the things in my life where Jesus should be and just put other things in there. And that somehow I'm supposed to feel fulfilled and feel happy. Like I, they've all taken the place of God in my life, right? Like my, my stuff has taken the place of God. And so like, I've been, I've been looking for a, a discipline, a routine to take care of all of these things, right? Like, so I have to clean my house. I have to clean my car. I have to do this. I have to take care of all of these things. But really like what I found recently is my soul is yearning for me to put God back where he belongs in my life and say like, yo, yes, cleaning your house and taking care of your car and doing all these things and going to work and blah, blah, blah. All of that is important. Your soul needs Jesus. My soul needs God. Like my soul is famished because I don't have the discipline of spending time with God, right? Like I'm putting all of my effort into all of these other things, but I'm feeding my soul scraps. I'm feeding my soul memories of, um, times I've studied the, the Bible or times I spent time in prayer and I'm trying to like feed my soul off of crumbs from like years past and whatever, where my soul is, doesn't care about the new house or the new car or the whatever. My soul desperately needs Jesus. And until I have the discipline to, to give him the space that he belongs to in my life, my soul is still going to be famished. Yeah. 
I feel like that was really long-winded, and I could have. No, that's good. Shortened that. I uh, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Moto Moto likes you. Sorry. I had no idea what you were referencing there. Madagascar. I yeah. After you went to Moto Moto, I was like, okay, that's one of the <laughs> movies. Oh, before Moto Moto, I was just freestyling over here. Oh. <laughs> How long have we been going? Uh, this is our fourth season, seventh episode. We're on season four. We're at we're at thirty thirty two and a half minutes. Dang. Yeah, you fit a nice snap in there, didn't you? Hey, chill, 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 chill. Hey, chill, chill. chill. Um, sorry, I just thought I said that really funny. No, I just had a really long blink. <laughs> That's all. I was in dozing. I was in dozing. You have anything else to add? Honestly, we made it through our nose, didn't we? I think so. We kind of touched on our our church fathers before us. We didn't really talk too much about that one. Yeah, I guess we could talk about that. Um, just the idea of like what separates us from like the people who have come before us. Like when we talk about our disciplined faith, like what separates us from Augustine, Martin Luther, um, C.S. Lewis, C- John Wesley? I was going to name all of those people before you interrupted me. Bono. Sir. Uh, Mr. Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but like what separates us from them? Like when in this conversation about discipline where it's like, is like what level of discipline did C.S. Lewis have? Like you look at Martin Luther, what he did and what he did for the church, like, that took a lot of discipline. That took a lot of work. There were times where he probably wanted to quit. He probably wanted to be like, you know what? Yeah, Catholicism is great. I love it. But no, he like, he stood his ground and he knew what he was talking about, you know? Um, and I think like, where do, wh- does that happen in our lives? Are we, do we stand up to God, stand up for God like that? in just, like, the workplace or doing, like, the bare minimum. And I think that's where the heart of this episode is. It's, like, like, are we are we okay with just doing the bare minimum in our lives when it comes to our relationship? Where it's, like, yeah. I'm going to pray for five minutes and I'm going to um, read the Bible twice a week and I'm just going to go to work, and I'm going to talk like everybody else, I'm going to act like everybody else, or are we going to be disciplined and be like, you know what, even though it's going to make me look different than everybody else, I'm not going to talk the way everybody else talks. Yeah. I'm not going to do this or that that's going to set me apart and make me look a little strange, right? Um, I am going to read my Bible consistently and pray consistently because that's what needs to be done, right? Um, and I think that's just where the heart of this lies. 
anything yeah. to add. And if that's where you're starting, which is reading the Bible twice a week, like that's a start. Like no, yeah, nobody goes to, to the perfect. gym and goes like, I'm going to put 645s on this thing and I'm going to squat it right now. Right? Like that's not how it wow. works. Go on. <laughs> that's how you started. Day one, you walk in the gym was like, I'm going to lift this whole thing right here, right okay. now. Maybe not how I started, but. <laughs> but, ahead. you know, like you, that's not where you start. So if you're starting there and it's like, man, I need to, I need to commit to reading my Bible twice a week. Honestly, like I need to commit to reading my Bible, you know, like at least three times a week. Like that's a, that's discipline, you know, like every single day is a goal. Like not being able to get enough of it is a goal. Like being able to pray for as long as necessary is the goal. Um, but if you need a place to start, then start, right? Like, but that's discipline is that like, it becomes a daily part of your life, that it becomes something that's non-negotiable, that it becomes something that fuels you, that fills you, that pushes you further into your relationship with God. Um, and if we don't have, if we don't have any discipline and we're all free willy nilly, then we, we won't grow in our faith. We won't grow in sanctification we won't grow in looking more like jesus um but yeah that's that's all i had there yeah that's good so um that being it? said i feel like you gotta hit it because you're the one wearing headphones so babes thank you for listening in to the so i was thinking podcast share like share subscribe Hit all of the buttons all at once, except yeah. for any dislike ones. Um, and if you hit dislike, meet me uh, at the Capitol in Madison, and we can square up. Sure. <laughs> um, and if you want to support us, go to our website, saucekinpodcast.com. Yes. Um, or. Just share with your friends and family because that would be super great. Yeah. It's out there, you know? Uh, with that being said, goodbye. Have a good week. Love you. And if nobody said it, you have a nice butt. Why?